basketball the basketball segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james i'm joined once again by Mete. what's up man hey all right in today's episode uh, we're going to recap some of the games that actually pretty much all of the games that happened on sunday night um probably by the time this goes up the monday slate would have been played out so we'll just take a look at the monday games before going right into the pickups for fantasy basketball for the week and then we'll take a look at Tuesday's slate. We'll take a look at some of the spreads and we'll project out some of the games. So how does that sound? Sounds good. All right, let's get into it. Uh, we'll start with the Sunday recap. And we'll start with the New York Knicks beating the LA Clippers 110 to 102. A big game for the Knicks at home here. RJ Barrett led the Knicks with 28 points. Reggie Jackson had 26 for the Clippers. Both RJ Barrett and Ivica Zubac had 14 rebounds to lead their respective teams. Then Emmanuel quickly had six assists to lead the Knicks, while Eric Bledsoe also had six to lead the Clippers. Uh, I guess just give me your thoughts on this game, um, the Knicks getting the dub here. Yeah, it's a solid win for the Knicks. Um, it's a home game for them, so it's kind of expected, especially without the Clippers having Paul George. And yeah, uh, I've been saying this and I'm still saying it. They're really up and down team, the Knicks. So hopefully they can find some consistency. It was good to see Cam Reddish finally make his New York debut. Only got five minutes. So that's kind of concerning, but maybe he's being eased into it as he just came back from an injury. And RJ Barrett, shout out to him. He's been playing great this season. And yeah, he's really breaking out this season. Yeah, I definitely agree. This Knicks team, they're still pretty young. Uh, nice getting a new face in there like Cam Reddish. And yeah, the Clippers, they've been banged up. They've dropped to ninth in the West. Um, I mean, it, it's one of those games where as a Knicks fan, you kind of expect your team to go out there and get the win. And they did that. So good for them. Uh, we'll move into the next game now. Boston Celtics being the Washington Wizards, 116 to 87. Big win here for Boston. Jason Tatum, big night, 51 points to lead the Celtics. Bradley Beal at 19 for the Wizards. Tatum added 10 rebounds for the Celtics, while uh, Denny Avidja had uh, seven for the Wizards. And then both Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal led their respective teams with seven assists. I guess, what are your thoughts? This is a huge win here for Boston. Yeah, it is huge. They went on the road to get this uh, win. And they won by, what is it, almost 29 almost, points? 39, yeah, almost like 30, yeah. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, big win. Uh, yeah, it's a big margin. The Celtics are another team that's really up and down. So, yeah, hopefully they can catch some consistency. Wizards, they're kind of in the same boat. They were off to a hot start, but yeah, lately they've been really up and down as well. So yeah, this is great for the Celtics. Hopefully they can build on it. Tatum with an insane stat line, almost triple doubling with 51 points. That's really impressive. And for the Wizards, yeah, hopefully they can uh, get things fixed up as earlier in the year, they looked like they could be a really dangerous team. 
Yeah, I feel like the Wizards just kind of laid an egg in this game. I feel like they should be able to bounce back for the next one. And then as for Boston, we've been talking about it for weeks. Hopefully they can find some sort of consistency because I believe they are a playoff level team. They just need to sort of find it. Uh, moving on to the next game, we have the Miami Heat being the LA Lakers, 113 to 107. Um, I guess leading the Heat in points, Duncan Robinson with 25. LeBron James leading the Lakers with 33 points. He also added 11 rebounds to lead the Lakers as well, while Jimmy Butler had 10 for the Heat. And then Jimmy Butler added 12 assists to lead Miami, while Russell Westbrook had nine for the Lakers. Um, big win for Miami. They're first in the East now. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, like you said, they're first in the East now. So they've been playing some great basketball lately. They've got a really good squad this year. Uh, two seasons ago, they made the finals. And then last year, they got swept in the first round. So, yeah, they're kind of on a redemption tour this season. And at this moment, it's looking great for them. And for the Lakers, speaking of another up-and-down team, yeah, the Lakers are just another team in that list. They're, they're another team that's got great talent and – Hopefully they can uh, fix things up, but I don't know. LeBron in his Cleveland days, a lot of his uh, Cavaliers teams, they didn't have the greatest regular seasons. And once the playoffs hit, they turned into a different animal. So maybe this is another case of that. Yeah, they got to find a way to get into the playoffs first. And hopefully Anthony Davis can come back at some point. They definitely need him. Um, and then as for the Heat, triple-double for Jimmy Butler, so that's pretty nice to see as well. Um, getting to the next game, we have the Orlando Magic upsetting the Chicago Bulls, 114-95. to um, Leading the Magic in points was Maurice Wagner with 23. Uh, DeMar DeRozan dropped 41 to lead the Bulls, well, almost half of their total points. Um, and then in terms of uh, rebounds, Achumo Kiki had seven for the Magic, and Nikola Vucevic had 13 for the Bulls. Vucevic added three assists to lead the Bulls, while Jalen Suggs added seven assists to lead the Magic. I don't know. I guess what are your thoughts on this entire game? Big upset. Yeah, it's a huge upset. Uh, the Bulls were missing a couple players, but you'd still expect them to win this game, even if they're on the road. But I guess I've been saying for past couple episodes now that the Magic are much better than their record, and they kind of showed it this game. So great job by them. But for the Bulls, I feel like Alex Caruso actually makes a big difference for them. I think he's the leader for steals, if not, like, top two. So, yeah, he brings great energy on the defensive end for them. So... I think they really miss him, and it's kind of unfortunate. He recently got back and then gets hurt a couple games after. So, yeah, hopefully he comes back for them. As uh, Before the season even started, I kind of thought they overpaid him, but he's really showing his value to the team. Yeah, I definitely agree. The Bulls are pretty banged up right now. They definitely need to get some of their players back in order to sort of be that top-end contender like they were earlier in the year. And then, yeah, great on the Magic. Huge upset win. Take advantage when teams don't have players in. Get the wins. Uh, a lot of young guys getting minutes there as well. So that's great to see. Uh, moving to the next game, Portland Trail Blazers being the Toronto Raptors, 114-105. to uh, We have Nasir Little leading the Blazers with 19 points. Pascal Siakam at 28 to lead the Raptors. 
In terms of rebounds, Yusuf Nurkic had 11 to lead Portland, while Chris Boucher had nine to lead the Raptors. And then Dennis Smith Jr. had six assists to lead Portland, while Fred Van Vliet had eight to lead Toronto. I guess, uh, give me your thoughts on this game. Uh, tough loss for the Raptors. Yeah, it's a really tough loss as the Blazers, they've been struggling this season and they're without Damian Lillard, their best player, and Norman Powell, who's definitely one of their best players as well. So if you look at it at that uh, perspective, it is kind of frustrating. But yeah, uh, they just, the Raptors really dug themselves in a big hole. You get outscored 33-15 first quarter, 31-19 second quarter. So yeah, the second half, they're just playing catch up. They actually almost make the comeback. So at, in that perspective, I, I liked what I saw as it was a huge deficit. The Raptors didn't give up. They tried their hardest to come back, and it was just too big of a deficit. So it's a tough loss, but I really liked the effort they showed in the second half. Yeah, I definitely agree. The only problem is when you go into halftime and you don't even have like 40 points, it's just really tough. Uh, you're climbing out of too big of a hole, like you said. Hopefully the Raptors, I guess, can just use this game and the second half that they played to sort of uh, rebound for their next game. And then we'll move on to the next game on the Sunday slate. It was the Atlanta Hawks beating the Charlotte Hornets 113-91. to Trey Young leading the Hawks with 30 points. LaMelo Ball had 19 to lead the Hornets. Then for rebounds, Clint Capella had eight to lead the Hawks. Mason Plumlee had 11 to lead the Hornets. And then for assists, John Collins had five to lead the Hawks. And Terry Rozier had seven for the Hornets. Um, I guess just getting to you on this game, I guess, what are your thoughts on these two teams? Yeah, uh, so for the Hawks, they're coming off an Eastern Conference Finals appearance last year, and they're really struggling this year. So hopefully they can turn it around. They've got talent there to do it and Nate McMillan he really turned around the team last season so I know he could do it it's just something is off right now for the Hornets they're just kind of another one of those up and down teams but they're still in a playoff spot so they're playing pretty well um yeah I I kind of had uh, lower expectations for them I thought they'd be around like the 8-9 seed so they're kind of overperforming that even uh, when they're kind of struggling so it's good to see yeah for sure I think that both of these teams the way they've been playing they deserve to be playoff teams the Hawks sort of need to get back to that they've sort of been um below their expectations for the year so yeah hopefully they do um, rebound uh, and you know get some key wins I, hopefully this win can sort of kickstart that for them we'll move on to the next game here Philadelphia 76ers beating the San Antonio Spurs 115 to 109 Joel Embiid he's been on a tear lately he had 38 points to lead the Sixers Jakob Pertl had 25 to lead the Spurs Joel Embiid led the Sixers with 12 rebounds Pertl also led the Spurs in rebounds with uh, 10 and then for the Sixers in assists, Tyrese Maxey led them with six. And then DeJounte Murray had 12 rebounds to lead the Spurs. I guess walk through this game. Uh, this was a pretty big win for the Sixers. Yeah, it's a nice win for them. Uh, I'm noticing the Spurs are now down to 
the 13th seed, so kind of been struggling lately. I think they were pretty close to 500 a couple of weeks ago, so they must have gone on like a losing streak, which is unfortunate. But for the Sixers, they're, I'd say they're kind of stabilizing. I like a couple of weeks ago, I think they were another one. They were another one of those up and down teams. But like I said, lately, I think they're playing much better. They're uh, becoming more consistent. So, yeah, that's great to see. And unfortunately for them, it looks like the Ben Simmons situation uh, won't be resolved. So hopefully they can get that resolved and uh, get a good return for the, for him as yeah, there's been a lot of rumors going around, but still nothing has happened. Yeah, it is really tough when you have a superstar player like that. It's going to be tough to get a big return considering how he's been sitting out for the entire year. So hopefully that can happen. And then, yeah, as for the Spurs, it's just been a downhill cycle as of late. They really just need to find some kind of rhythm and to get things going. Uh, let's see if they'll be able to do that. I think playoffs might be out of reach for this season, but hopefully they can just have a respectable record. Uh, we'll get to the next game. We have the Dallas Mavericks being the Memphis Grizzlies, 104 to 91. Uh, Luka Doncic had 37 points to lead the Mavericks. John Morant had 35 to lead the Grizzlies. Um, Luka also added 11 rebounds to lead the Mavericks, while Ja added 13 to lead the Grizzlies. And wow, they also let in assists as well. Luka had nine for the Mavericks, and John Morant had six for the Grizzlies. I think this was the battle of two superstar players. I guess what were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, even though the Grizzlies lost, they're up to the third seed now, so that's great for them. Uh, it looked like they were kind of stuck in the fourth seed, but recently they've gone up, so that's great. Thoughts on the game? And it looks like the Mavericks are becoming that hot team now. They're really taking off ever since Luka came back a week or two ago. And yeah, they were like, what, ninth seed or something. They've skyrocketed to fifth seed. They're playing amazing. And it looks like this might be the year where if the Mavericks can get in the playoffs, I feel like they will. It looks like they could definitely uh, win a playoff series as Przingis even, he, I think he's really elevated his play. Yeah, I was going to say both these two teams have been pretty hot as of late. So it's a big win for the Mavericks getting it here. Um, yeah, both these two teams look great uh, in the West right now. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they can sort of continue to push things forward towards the playoffs. Uh, we'll move to the next game now. Minnesota Timberwolves beating the Brooklyn Nets, 136-125. to 125. Um, Anthony Edwards had 25 points to lead the Wolves, while Kyrie Irving had 30 to lead the Nets. And then in terms of rebounds, Jared Vanderbilt had nine to lead the Wolves, while Dayron Sharp had nine to lead the Nets. And then for assists, D'Angelo Russell had 10 to lead the Wolves, while James Harden had 13 to lead Brooklyn. I just, I guess just getting to this game, I guess, what are your thoughts uh, on this win for the Wolves? It's a great win. The Nets are one of the top teams in the league. And the Timberwolves continue to show why they're one of the biggest surprises this year in the NBA as last season they were one of the bottom teams and now they've, uh, they're have they playing great as they're currently seventh seed. They are 500, which isn't the greatest record, but they're playing in the Western Conference, which is probably the tougher division 
or conference, sorry, out of the two. And yeah, I'm just really impressed with what I see from this team. Uh, I think Jared Vanderbilt has been great for them this season. He's one of the better defenders in the league. And yeah, for Brooklyn, it's a tough loss, but uh, they really need Kevin Durant, I think. Like, they've got Kyrie and James Harden, but I think Kevin Durant's their leader. And yeah, his build, like seven-footer, can dribble uh, like a guard and score whenever he can. He's just a huge uh, weapon for the Nets. So yeah, they definitely need him back, I think. Yeah, when you're missing your best player, um, sometimes when you need points, you know, then you're not always able to get them. So definitely understand with the Nets uh, losing this game. And then as for the Wolves, yeah, we talked about in the offseason, they have all the pieces to have a pretty decent team. They just weren't able to put it together. And it's good to see, even though they're at 500, they're putting it together somewhat, you know, getting Edwards and KAT and and Russell and all these guys, they've all been playing well this season. So it's, it's great to see for the Wolves. Um, getting to the next game, Denver Nuggets beating the Detroit Pistons, 117 to 111. Uh, the leading scorers, Nikola Jokic at 34 to lead the Nuggets. Uh, Kate Cunningham, 18 points to lead the Pistons. Then for rebounds, Nikola Jokic had nine to lead the Nuggets, while Sadiq Bey had seven to lead the Pistons. And then for assists, Nikola Jokic and Kate Cunningham both had eight to lead their respective teams. I guess um, just getting to this game, what are your thoughts on this win for the Nuggets? It's a good win, and for the past couple weeks now, I've been saying Jokic is a one-man show, but and I said that I wanted to see the Nuggets try to get him some help, and they're doing that. They recently picked up Bryn Forbes. Uh, Not the flashiest name, but he's a great uh, piece off the bench. You and Spurs fans, even Bucks fans probably know on his day, he can get really hot make pretty much all his shots and possibly even lead your team in scoring. So I was a big fan of that move and they picked up DeMarcus Cousins as well, which was kind of unfortunate the way he got released a couple of weeks ago, he double doubled and then the team decided to move on from him. So yeah, he might not be what he was before, but he's DeMarcus Cousins is still a really great player. So the Nuggets, uh, they're trying their best to get Jokic some help. And, yeah, they need to keep uh, looking for uh, moves to get him some help as he's a great talent. And with the right players around him, they can go really far. Yeah, it's just going to be really tough when you're missing Michael Porter and Jamal Murray. It's just, uh, I mean, it almost feels like a, a season where, you know, Jokic, he's in his prime. You want to go for a title. and yeah, the supporting cast around him is all banged up. So, yeah, hopefully they can get him some help. And then, yeah, as for the Pistons, we talked about this all year. It's just another rebuild. It's just another tryout for all the young players. They did play decently well in this game, keeping it close, so that's nice to see. Uh, getting to the next game, this is a powerhouse matchup. Golden State Warriors beating the Utah Jazz 94-92. Two Western Conference Giants in this game. Uh, leading the Warriors in points was Jordan Poole with 20. Bojan Bogdanovic had 21 to lead the Jazz. Then for rebounds, Otto Porter had eight for the Warriors, while Rudy Gobert had 18 for the Jazz. 
And then leading in assists, Steph Curry with six for the Warriors and Joe Ingles with five for Utah. Um, getting to this game, yeah, this is a big win for Golden State. Yeah, it's a big win, but the scoreboard is kind of surprising for me. A pretty low-scoring game from top teams in the league. So, yeah, a really defensive battle, which you probably wouldn't expect from a game like this. But it was a close game nonetheless. The Jazz were without Donovan Mitchell. The Warriors were without Klay Thompson. So it kind of evened out. And, yeah, really unfortunate for the Jazz as this would have been a huge win for them uh, to show the league that they're for real as, I don't know, I feel like they're kind of underrated. Yeah, they are underrated. Obviously not having Donovan Mitchell was huge in this game. But other than that, yeah, I think the Jazz played pretty well. Golden State still going in there and getting it done. So good on them as well. Um, That's it for the Sunday recaps. We'll move to the Monday slate. It's going to be getting underway in just a few hours. So I guess we'll just look at the spreads and we'll sort of just talk about the teams. Um, since the games are probably going to be done by the time this episode gets up. So uh, first game is Knicks against Cavaliers. The Cavs are favored by five and a half at home. I guess which side do you sort of like in this game? I think I'll go with the Cavs. It's not the biggest spread for the Cavs cover. They're at home and the Knicks played last night on Sunday. So yeah, uh, all those things kind of point in the Cavaliers direction for me. I was pretty much just going to say the same points that you said. So I think I'm just going to say that I agree with you. I'm, I like the Cavs as well. Um, we'll get to the next game. Uh, it's the Chicago Bulls at the OKC Thunder. It looks like the Bulls are favored by one and a half on the road. Um, do you think the Bulls can sort of bounce back here? Or do you like OKC at home? Yeah, I feel like the Bulls should bounce back, even though they'll be without Caruso, who I said, He's a big part of that team, and probably without Zach Levine still, I think he's out as well. So, I don't know. I feel like one and a half is way too low, even though they're missing two main guys. So, I got to go with the Bulls. Is Lonzo out as well? I think he might also oh, be Oh, yeah. He's yeah, out so well. I think – yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think uh, DeMar is going to have to come up big. Vucevic, I, I know uh, – Kobe White's been playing a lot of bigger minutes. So I might lean with the Bulls just slightly. I think they still have the better offensive talent. Um, Will they have more depth than the Thunder? Probably not. But we saw how DeRozan pretty much carried this team last game. So at at one and a half, I mean, they just got to get a a close win. I think that they should be able to do that. So yeah, I'll go with Chicago as well. Uh, Moving to the next game, we have the Pacers at the Pelicans. Pelicans are favored by three and a half. Um, I guess give me your thoughts on this one. This one's a tough one as I don't know the Pacers. They've really struggled and they're missing Sabonis. Uh, who else are they missing? They don't have Turner and Malcolm Brogdon, I think. Is Levert so, playing? Uh, I think he's game time or questionable, something like that. So, yeah, it's really tough. Those are really good players that I just named, so I might have to go with the Pelicans because of injury reasons. Yeah, I think the the Pelicans, I mean, they're only 
favored by three and a half just because, you know, their record hasn't been too great. But I think in terms of talent on the floor for this game, they should um, have a, a good margin of a better talent. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Pelicans as well. Um, I definitely think they can pull this off. And then, oh, this is a huge spread for the last game. Uh, the Suns are favored by 11 and a half against the Utah Jazz. And the Suns are home for this game. I guess, which side do you like? I think Gobert is out and uh, Mitchell might not be back. So I can see why the spread's that big, but I don't know. I feel like it's a little too big and I might have to go with the Jazz. Yeah, I think this game opened at seven without Donovan Mitchell. And then when Rudy Gobert was uh, ruled out, it moved to 11 and a half. Yeah, this is tough. I want to go with the Suns, but... I don't know. Is Aiton back? Is he playing? Uh, let's see. I I don't. If, think if he's is. not playing, I might go with the Jazz. Actually, he's doubtful. Yeah, so I think I might go with Utah here. I think uh, both teams don't have their top centers. Uh, should be a decently close because the Jazz do have quite a bit of depth. So, um, yeah, I might lean with Utah as well. I, I definitely like that. And uh, yeah, so great Monday slate. It's uh, going to kick off uh, pretty soon as we're recording. So um, yeah, we'll just move right into the fantasy basketball pickups for the week. Um, Mete, I'm just going to start with you, I guess. Uh, who's your guard for the week? For guard, I went with Tory Craig of the Indiana Pacers. He's 12% owned in Yahoo leagues and he's shooting guard, small forward and power forward eligible. So that's great. He can play three positions. And like we said in the preview, the Pacers are without Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, and DeMonte Savonis. So Craig has been starting lately, and he's been getting great minutes. Last week, he averaged 1.3 pointers 7.3 points, 6.8 rebounds, 1.3 steals, and almost a block a game on less than one turnover a game. So it's not the greatest numbers, but... He's been given a lot of minutes, and he can give you a category. He can give you a variety of category coverage, so I think uh, he's worth a look. I think I'm just going to stick right with the same team because Indiana is banged up. So my guard pickup for the week is Jeremy Lamb. He's been getting opportunity to get minutes because of the said players that you listed that were out. Um, I think he's had 14 points in back-to-back games um he's had um nine rebounds over that span four assists he's had three steals and two blocks over that two game span so really good stats overall uh he'll make one or two threes per game as well so it's pretty decent and both of his percentages won't hurt you so um he's more of a deep league pickup but if you're really desperate in a shallow league he is someone that you can look at he plays shooting guard and small forward I'll get to you now on forwards. I guess who's your pickup for the week? For forward, I went with Maxi Kleber of the Dallas Mavericks. Power forward and center eligible and 8% roster. And he's been starting the last 11 games for the Mavericks. He's averaging 80% free throw, uh, one three-pointer a game, only six points, four rebounds, but he gets half a steal, one block, and yeah, he's kind of like Tory Craig in the sense that not the flashiest numbers, but he's got great defensive numbers. And he can hit the three ball, so 
a big man who can make the three is great for fantasy these days. And he gives you good category coverage. So I, I think he's definitely worth a look. All right. And uh, my forward pickup for the week again is Nick Batum for the LA Clippers. We've talked about how banged up this Clippers team is. He's been getting prime minutes. I think he's hit double digit points in three out of his past four games, including a 32 point performance. He's getting rebounds. He's getting assists. I think his past two games, he's had two steals per game. Um, he'll get some blocks as well. And he shoots three pointers, which is huge. I think over his past three games, he's had a total of 12 three pointers, which is pretty insane for a forward. Um, and his free throw is almost perfect over that span as well. So um, definitely look at Nick Batum, especially if you're in a category league. I believe he's ticked up over 30% roster percentage. So might only be available in shallow leagues. So definitely take a look at him. Um, I'll get to you now for center, Mete. Who's your center for the week? The center, I went with Kavon Looney from the Golden State Warriors. He's up to 34% roster, and he's power forward center eligible. So, yeah, there's a chance he might not be on your waiver wire as his popularity has risen last week as he usually plays 15 to 20 minutes, but he's been playing great lately, and he's seen 20-plus minutes over the last six games. And listen to these numbers. He's averaging... 75% field goal, 87% free throw percentage, 7.8 points a game, 10.8 rebounds on one steal and 1.3 blocks. So, yeah, he's playing amazing lately. If he's on your waiver wire, you should definitely pick him up. Yeah, those are solid numbers. And my center pickup for the week is Trey Lyles from the Detroit Pistons. I mean, he's just been playing a lot of minutes there as well. It's been, I think he's had double-digit points in pretty much, what, five out of his past six games. Um, he's had at least five rebounds in every single game over that span, including averaging around an assist and a half per game. Um, he has a, a average of a block every game as well. So definitely really solid, and his percentages won't hurt you because he's a big um, even at the free throw line, he's been a little inconsistent, but the numbers won't hurt you at all. So definitely look at Trey Lyles. Um, he's getting the minutes in Detroit. Uh, he's been over 20 minutes, I believe, in pretty much every single game over that span. I think one of them he was under, but yeah, even a, a game with like over 30 minutes as well. So he's definitely getting time on the court. Uh, you definitely want to add him. It's around 25% rostered, so he might not be available in deep leagues, but definitely uh, go add him up if you need center help. And yeah, that's going to be the end of the fantasy ball pickups for the week. So we're going to move right into the Tuesday preview. We'll look at some of the spreads that are already up. The games that don't have spreads, we'll just pick winners. Uh, we'll start with the first game here. Um, Charlotte Hornets at the Toronto Raptors. Um, the Raptors are favored by two points, Mete. I guess, do you think the Raptors can pull this one out? Uh I'm not sure. It's a pretty low spread, but the Hornets, they're definitely not bad of a team. So I think this game could go either way. And for that reason, I'll just side with the Hornets. Yeah, I think that there's a chance you might be able to get some value on the Hornets right now, because I feel like this is a game where the spread could flip coming up to game time. Um, so I think if you really like the Hornets, take them now. Um, I, I kind of like the Raptors. If they were sort of on the plus, I would like them even more. So I think I might side with the same side as you. Just take the team with the plus. This game could go either way. 
We'll move to the next game. Uh, it's the LA Clippers at the Washington Wizards. The Wizards are favored by four and a half at home. I guess, uh, who do you like here? This is another tricky one as I feel like it could go either way, but I don't know. For some reason, I'll just, I'll go with the Wizards as the Clippers have really been struggling without Paul George. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the Clippers might have a chance here. Uh, it's tough. Uh, this spread probably could creep up as well. Um, yeah, I think it should be around a five-point spread. So right now I would lean with the Wizards because they're at the four and a half. If it goes anywhere over five, I think I like the Clippers there. Um, moving to the next game, we have the Denver Nuggets at the Detroit Pistons. Um, I think this is a rematch of the previous game. It's just they, they switched. Now the Pistons are at home. Um, Nuggets are favored by seven points on the road. Um, who do you like here? I think the game we just previewed was close. So this time the Pistons are at home. I don't know. I feel like the spread's uh, kind of on the bigger side. So I might go with the Pistons for those reasons. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to the scoring for that game. I don't feel like Nikola Jokic had um, his usual like almost triple-double game, if not triple-double. I feel like maybe this game it might happen. So um, I think there's a chance I'll take the Nuggets on on the spread. I think Jokic will probably have a better game. He, he didn't have his best game for the last one. And yeah, I think the Nuggets might be able to cover this. I think it's low enough against the Pistons. If it's not a double-digit spread, I, I definitely like it. So I'll, I'll take the Nuggets here. Um, moving to the next game, uh, it's the New Orleans Pelicans at the Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers are favored by four points at home. Um, I don't know. Do you think the Sixers is a no-brainer? Or I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I feel like the Sixers are a no-brainer as four is a pretty small spread for basketball. I'm definitely going with that. Also, I think the Pelicans are going to be coming off a of back-to-back. We just talked about that. So it's another thing to bake in there. 76ers at home as well. Definitely get this number while you can. And then uh, moving on to the next one, Sacramento Kings at the Boston Celtics. Celtics are favored by eight points. Uh, which side do you like here? That's a great question. As the Celtics have been all right lately. The Kings, not the greatest, but I feel like eight is too much, especially for a team that's been inconsistent for Boston or team that's been inconsistent like Boston. So, yeah, I might have to go with the Kings for those reasons. Yeah, I think this pick might come back to bite me, but I feel like the Celtics are turning the corner, so I think I'll take them at the eight. I just haven't been impressed with the Kings as of late. Um, honestly, the Celtics might just lay an egg because they've been so up and down all year, but I'm just hoping that they are turning it around. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Celtics with the eight. And then um, getting to the next game, no spread yet. Um, LA Lakers at the Brooklyn Nets. I guess which team do you like better to get the win? I'll go for Brooklyn. They've been much more consistent and they're at home. So, yeah, if it's a low spread, something like that, I think I'd go with Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't think Kyrie's playing home games right now. So I might actually like the Lakers here. Uh, this might be a good way, especially if they're going to be underdogs on the spread. I think this might be a good chance to take the Lakers. So, yeah, give me L.A. for this one. 
Um, I know they've been up and down. They've been very inconsistent, but I think there is a chance that they can pull out the win. Uh, we'll move to the next game. San Antonio Spurs at the Houston Rockets. Uh, the Spurs are favored by four on the road. I guess, which side do you like here? I feel like this game could go either way. And the Rockets are at home, so I think I'll just go with the plus and the Rockets. Yeah, this might be kind of a homer pick, but I'm going to go with the Spurs. I I just really think that this is a chance for them to bounce back. Had some rough couple games uh, over the past few, and the Rockets are definitely a team they can capitalize on. So yeah, I'll take the Spurs here to cover. Um, the next game doesn't have a spread. Minnesota Timberwolves at the Portland Trailblazers. I guess, uh, do you see Portland having any chance of winning this one, or do you like Minnesota? Portland definitely has a chance as they're at home, but I still favor the Timberwolves as, like I said, they've been a pleasant surprise this season. They're playing much better, and Portland hasn't really been that consistent, so I'd go with the Timberwolves if it's a low spread. Yeah, I think I might go with the Wolves as well. They've definitely been a, a good surprise this year with how they've been playing. So, um, yeah, I definitely think they have a chance to, to win this game. And then one more game on the slate, Dallas Mavericks at the Golden State Warriors. Um, I think whatever the spread is, if the Mavericks are getting the plus, I might take them. But I guess who do you think is going to win this game since there's no spread? Yeah, probably the Warriors will win, but I'm sure the Mavericks will get the plus as they're on the road. But yeah, if it's like, I don't know, uh, plus even plus one, I take them as they've been playing great lately. So yeah, uh, I think the Warriors should win, but with the way that the Mavericks are playing, I wouldn't... uh, be opposed to going with them. Yeah, I mean, with the way Luca's playing, they could maybe even upset and win outright. That's how good Dallas has been playing. So definitely whatever the number is, if it's a plus, I definitely like uh, Dallas for this one. And yeah, that's the end of the preview for the Tuesday slate. I guess any last thoughts from you, Mete? Uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Suns are playing great lately. The Mavericks, like I said, they really skyrocketed the last couple of weeks. So it's great to see. For the East, uh, the it's kind of really, uh, how should I say this? Like a lot of the teams, they don't have much separation. So the standings could flip at any given time. But the Heat recently, they get the first seed. So that's been a surprise as well. Yeah, I was going to say how many teams in the East have had the first seed this year. Quite a few. I think even Cleveland had it at one point. Chicago, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, all these teams they've cycled through. So the East is definitely wide open. And then as for the West, it's starting to tighten up as well. We've seen the Grizzlies move up to the third seed, which is pretty nice to see. Um, Got all these teams jumbled up there. So, yeah, the season's been as unpredictable as it gets. Of course, all the injuries, all the uh, protocols and all that. So, um, yeah, um, it's really it's really tough to predict every game. And I guess that's what makes games more exciting as a fan. You definitely don't know what you're going to get. So, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much going to be the end of this big time basketball episode. 
make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. We'll be posting picks for all these games as well as NFL and NHL. So definitely go check that out. This podcast is going to be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Just make sure you like, subscribe, share. Hit the bell for notifications on YouTube. Leave comments, reviews, all that good stuff. And yeah, uh, definitely solid game slate on both Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Really looking forward to it. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.